Hello and welcome to the F the Glitter podcast, the podcast that is centered around highlighting women of color in the world of graphic design, brand design, and marketing strategy. I am your host, Ashley of A. Louise Creative, and today I have the honor of having Miss Shamika Gibson, PhD. She got that doctorate, y'all, so don't play. Okay, she got the doctorate. She spent the money. She spent the time, so don't question her, okay? But she's our guest today. All right. So Shamika is the owner and CEO of Innate Success and the founder of Changing the Mindset Incorporated. Now, Innate Success provides organizational business consulting, data analytics, and grant writing services to established businesses. So her business doesn't necessarily work with new businesses per se, but her target market is those who are already in business and need to hone in and revamp and refresh some things. Is that correct? That's correct. All right. So Shamika, tell us about you and how awesome you are. <laughs> Thank you so much, Ashley, for having me on the show. This is uh, this is amazing. Um, I just commend you for the work that you're doing and highlighting and spotlighting women of color um, in our field, because it is hard for us to kind of maneuver in this field of, of professionalism as it relates to the work doing consulting and coaching. But um, my name is Shamika Gibson, and I often don't always go by Dr. Shamika Gibson. Um, I just feel that I'm very modest when it comes to that, uh, especially in the field that I work in, because um, we have to work so much harder to prove that we know what we're doing and we have which is why you should use doctor education. <laughs> but you know what? The suspense is amazing. You know, when I walk into a room and I say, Hello, I'm Shamika Gibson, and then when someone try to, you know, challenge me, I'd be like, Hold up now, you know, don't don't get it twisted. <laughs> <laughs> I know a little something, but um right. Anywho, NA Success, like you said, it's a, it's a corporate consulting firm, and we're, we're housed here in Memphis, Tennessee, and we provide high-level uh, business coaching, and well, not necessarily this coaching, but consulting to established businesses. So we do not work with startup companies at the consulting firm. Many of our clients are small and large corporations, and they need additional support to help us get them to the next level. And that includes us helping them with processes and systems, uh, writing grants for their organization, and also the high-level data analytics, using data to make informed decisions uh, to keep them sustainable. Okay. And, um, the nonprofit side, that's where we work with non uh, startup businesses. So on the nonprofit okay. side, we offer professional and personal development workshops, and we provide mentorship programs where we offer cohort uh, cl cluster trainings with small business or grassroots startup organizations, and they receive the same services on that we offer on the for-profit side, but on the nonprofit mm -hmm. side is a little bit more cheaper. Um, mm -hmm. And sometimes the services are free. Okay. So for the small businesses, so essentially with the new businesses, you're more like a nurturer. Yes. Like you've got this baby, I'm going to teach you how to feed it. But after this, you got to take care of it now. That's and then right. the corporation like, oh, okay. So you got a teenager, you need to teach her how to do right. That's so right. let's, let's teach them how to do right. <laughs> okay. 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 <laughs> so look, that sounds about right. <laughs> we go so when did you know that you wanted to be in this industry oh my gosh I knew that I wanted to own my own consulting firm when I was 25 so that was mm -hmm. every year I set goals for myself but mm -hmm. uh, I set 10-year goals for myself now so currently I'm 35 I'm still young 
Um, okay. so 10 years ago, I set 10 year goals for myself. So by the age of 35, I wanted to have a full consulting firm and mm-hmm. I kind of worked towards that. And now I have new goals set for when I get, when I, you know, go through the journey of, um, 45, but yeah, I, I set goals and that's something that a lot of business owners do not do. And that's something that we, we advocate for business owners to do in my two businesses is set goals for yourself. So that way. Mm-hmm and um, you have something to hold you accountable. So that's what I did. Okay. So this is, um, I read your bio. I did a little research first. Um, So this is full-time for you and you've been doing this for about three years. Mm -hmm. So like, what would you say was like one of the most important steps that you took when you finally stepped outside of working for somebody else and working for yourself or into working for yourself? Well, one of the most important things was that I saved. So before mm-hmm. I decided to step out as a full-time entrepreneur, actually, I've been full-time for about 18 months. I've been doing the work for about three years, um, okay. but I've been on my own uh, successfully for 18 months. And one of the things I would say is saving, saving, mm-hmm. developing a business plan. And the things that helped me develop a business infrastructure. And I would say without that business infrastructure, my business would not have made it through the pandemic. We have... 2020 was our most successful year and we mm-hmm. were a five-figure company to now a, a six-figure company because wow. we developed a system that prepared us for the pandemic. Wow. That's what's up. Um, a lot of businesses didn't make it. They did. A lot of businesses didn't make it, but a lot of new businesses came up and flourished in the pandemic. And I think that's like totally amazing that, you know, coming from, an instance where I guess it's because you're able to work virtually because you don't actually have to be there, right. you know, to work with them. So I can work with you through the computer. So we going to get this right. We're going to get this money. You're going to pay me. But we <laughs> and gonna I, get and this I money. like the virtual experience because it's more, I feel like it's more hands-on, you know, mm-hmm. um, I, we had a bricks and mortar, but we let it go. There was, we realized that there was value in doing virtual, you know, the virtual experience and mm-hmm. for, me and my staff, we work from home. And if we need to get together, we may meet at a restaurant or they may come to my home. But for the most part, everything we do, including my clients, I don't have to travel as much as I used to anymore. Mm-hmm. And my uh, clients have saved a lot of money working with me because now they don't have to pay for me to travel. And I don't mm-hmm. have to travel. So the virtual has definitely been a benefit uh, for a lot of businesses and their budgets. So what would you say are your favorite types of projects or your favorite types of clients that you like to work with oh my goodness my favorite (laughs) my favorite type of clients are uh the data so I okay I am like a damn nerd you know believe it or not um (laughs) you catch me at eight o'clock you'll see me in my nerdy look with my glasses and my hair pulled back (laughs) and you know my big oversized t-shirt but um I love the data piece I love being able to help organizations see see the great things that their business is accomplishing. Because a lot of organizations don't take into consideration that impact and outcomes is very essential to create dollars or generate dollars. And I like for them to be able to see it, but also help them understand it and interpret it into a language that they understand. Some of them say, just give me a chart. And I'll be like, okay, I give you a chart, but let me explain to you all these numbers that you guys have. Look what you're doing. And so just, uh, just being able to communicate the impact that they're doing. Cause a lot of businesses feel like they're really not making any strides until I start showing to showing them their outcomes and impact. 
Right. Like, these are your numbers, y'all. Like, right. This is what this means. This is what it means. The I crazy part, excited. they look at me and be like, just tell us what we need to do. <laughs> but I get excited when I'm working with a client and I'm teaching them, I'm showing them how their website analytics changed. It's like, do you see when we added this and had it redirect that you started getting like 100 people more a day? And they're like... I never thought about that. It was like, well, look at this. Look at this. This is where they dropped off at, right? So you come in at your homepage and now they go into the shop, but they stop at the shop. So that means something's wrong with your pictures because you're not telling people to click here. And they're like, oh, wow. So I get it. So I'm like, yes, the numbers, the numbers, the numbers. So with that, what would you say would be has been your most enjoyable project to date? Like the one that you like, we nailed that. That's us all day. Oh my day goodness. Long. My most enjoyable project, I would say, was our business mentorship program last year with the nonprofit. So last year, we decided to take on 10 startup and grassroots small organizations, nonprofits, and mm-hmm. six months. And about three of those organizations just woke up with an idea, didn't have any direction, didn't know how they wanted to implement. And we worked with them for six months. And I am happy to say that all 10 of those businesses were able to launch um, of uh, November and December of last year during a pandemic. Wow. And they are, I mean, they're making moves, you know? And so for me to be able to take this group of individuals and me and my team work, and I had a lot of support. I had a lot of community support. Uh, I pulled in, um, I, I cashed in on some on some favors <laughs> from some from some friends of mine, and and we offered the program for free, and they received legal support, financial support. Um, we helped them get grant ready. Um, we, I mean, we, you name it, we did it. And when I say that, that was one of my proudest moments because mm-hmm. I, I spent so much time and energy and poured into these businesses. I gave them everything that I had. And to actually see that they took this opportunity, it was free. Mm-hmm. People don't, they look at free stuff and be like, oh, you know, it is what it is. It's free. Mm-hmm. But they really dedicated the time and energy. And every last one of these organizations are making amazing moves right now. That's what's a, like to know that they actually took the information that you gave them and used it. Yeah. Like they didn't just waste it, but they actually right. put it into work. You know what I'm saying? Like they, they actually used it. And so I know as a nurturer, that makes you feel amazing. Right. Like, I was like, look at my babies. And and it was funny because my um the team that was working with me, they would be like, okay, now y'all know y'all have to be careful because Shamika, those are her babies. And, and she's very overprotective. I'm like, yeah, y'all gonna take care of my babies now. But yeah, I was definitely, you know, proud mom and even watching them continue to grow and develop. Uh, some of them have bricks and mortars now. Some of them have, they're receiving donations. Some of them are, are uh, making greater impact in the community. They're, they're collaborating with each other. When I say it's, it's amazing just watching them from the outside do their work. I was already watching them. You know, I was kind of like stalking them because I was trying to figure out which programs I was going to choose. But now mm-hmm. to actually see the growth is, is amazing. It's amazing. Wow. So um, I would say how has business been for you since March? But you just told me last year was actually a pretty phenomenal year for you. So with the transition from being brick and mortar to going virtual and then um, switching up, you know, how you offer your services, what were some of the challenges that you ran into in making that transition so that your business could continue to thrive in the midst of the pandemic? 
Um, well, it was tough because we didn't have enough space, you know. So at the at the time, I was living in an apartment. So I had to bring everything that we had at the bricks and mortar space, we had to bring it home. And so it was, it's just me and my two daughters. And so just imagine us being in a two bedroom apartment and I'm working from home and we have a full house of furniture <laughs> and a full business space. Like it was, it was ridiculous. I think that was very uh, trying for me, but I will also say the unknown. Um, I would not say that last year was just a great phenomenal year. I didn't run into any roadblocks. But I mm -hmm. say that when the pandemic hit in March, some of my clients started to pull out. You know, they was like, okay, well, Shamika, I know that we talked about renewing your contract at the end of the fiscal year, but right now we really don't know. So I, we cannot honestly say that we want to consider hiring you or renewing your contract. So that was very concerning for me because I had clients dropping, you know, like flies saying, hey, we don't, you know, we don't think we're going to continue. So that was concerning. But luckily, thanks to PPP and Idle Funds and CARES funding, that really helped me out uh, in my organization tremendously because I was able to help businesses apply for additional funding, um, able to help them understand that funding. Um, I was able to do reimbursement claims. So I started venturing into things that I was not familiar with, and I started developing myself to help more businesses. And it, and it worked out well. And when the word of mouth got around and Shemika knew how to do these things, it was like phone right. was just <laughs> burning up. <laughs> so yeah. it, it, it worked out. I guess that having um, a specific skill set was very essential during this time when I thought that we were, we were going to be done before it started. So I right. some of the things that, um, that was tough. In the beginning, you know, having clients pull out and then having to, we eventually got a new home. We got a house now. So we was able to move Congratulations. to the house. So it, it was a, it was a great, it, it was a great turnaround, but it was a lot of prayer too. It was, it was a lot of nights of crying and praying. <laughs> I believe it. I believe it. Same over here. It was like, okay, I don't know what we're going to do. And then they were like, hey, but the feds are giving people an extra $600 a week. You'd be like, what? what? it's not even a matter of being greedy but it's like uh we got bills too you know? right. <laughs> like, uh, I, gotta, I gotta feed my kids too right so for someone who's looking for your particular service what is some advice you would give to them while vetting a professional oh my gosh research Research, research, research. If you see someone that you're interested in, Google that person. Um, type their name into Google. You should be able to find out a lot of information. Visit their social media, uh, social media handles, uh, their mm -hmm. website. Um, also, what I have, what I encourage someone to do last night. I had a consultation last night. I told the young lady that if people are following this person and you're seeing that they're engaging and interacting with this person, you know, slide in that DM and maybe ask a question or two. Just say, hey, have you worked with her? Have you heard anything about her? Um, in today's time, coaching and consulting is not rare. Every, everyone's doing it. Everybody. Uh, but also there are, some, there are some really great coaches and consultants out there that's really doing some great work, but there's also some out there that are taking advantage of the opportunity and they are... Um, abusing others. So I would say research, research and follow and, 
you know, really take your time to make sure that the person that you're going to give five and six, seven, eight hundred dollars to is really going to help you with some results. Right. Um, so what should I research? Like if I'm looking for a consultant for my business, especially with, you know, organizational, you know, digital analytics and stuff like that, like what are some things that I would be looking for to realize that I would need someone like you? Like what are some things that I would notice in my business happening that I so, would know that I need? Again, I will say Google those things. Uh, for example, a young lady reached out to me and was asking about an LLC. And she said someone was trying to charge her $150 to complete it, which was <laughs> ridiculous to me. You know, I never really question people's prices because your prices are your prices, but some things are just, just ridiculous. Um, right. And a 501c3, so they needed a 1023 completed with the IRS. Um, and a 1023 EZ form takes about 45 minutes. And mm -hmm. I'm about to drop some, you know, some nuggets right now. <laughs> so, uh, so for anyone that needs an LLC or a 1023 501c3 completed with the IRS, please do not pay anyone a um, an overcharging amount, especially if it doesn't cost that much for you to file the documentation. A 1023 yeah. uh, costs about $275 and it takes about 45 minutes to complete. I charge no one, no more than $150 to complete that application. And I complete it while they're in my presence. Now with the LLC, I don't charge anyone to do that. That is a, and I'm not telling anybody not to charge for your services and your education and your expertise, but I feel that, um, that this is something that you can just help somebody. You can, you can be a, um, a handoff or help them with this because it's really, it really doesn't take that much time to actually complete it. And if you know how to complete it and they don't know how to complete it, at least make sure that they get the documentation properly completed. That's compliance. And without compliance, your business, your business will not sustain. So I charge people for that. Um, the only thing I charge is a consultation fee. And during our consultation, my consultation fees are $75 an hour. And if they say, hey, Shamika, can you help me with my LLC? I complete it on the call for them. Um, mm -hmm. Pay the fee, and then I um, once they set it up, I, I help them set up the account. I help them do everything on their end, and I walk them through it the same way with the ten twenty three. Um, they mm -hmm. pay the consultation fee. I make their own. Like, okay, give me another extra fifty dollars for that. They give it to me just for the time that it's going to take, and then you pay your filing fee, and and that's it. It doesn't take much time and energy to complete those documentations. But another mm -hmm. thing that I do, Ashley, is that I educate those businesses as well because. Filing an LLC and filing a 1023 is more than just filing a documentation. You have to right. make sure that you maintain those processes because you have to complete an annual report every year with that LLC with the Secretary of State, and you must yep. complete a 990 when you file that, that 1023. So there's, mm -hmm. there's more to it, and these business owners and these um, coaches and consultants are not educating these business owners on these things, and these businesses are getting in legal trouble. Because yeah. what will happen is, is that someone will be looking for a consultant and they have coaches and consultant rates and fees online. So I would say research those rates and fees and what they should be providing you and kind of align it with your personal budget and then reach out, start reaching out to people and kind of have in the back of your mind, like, okay, well, I do remember researching this and they said it shouldn't cost no more than $75 an hour for her to do, you know, A, B, C, D, E, F, G. But then she only offering me A, B, and C, but she's trying to charge me double the price. So some people, some clients are afraid to ask questions. Ask questions, ask for copies of, um, of your credentials. It's, if, if a consultant or a coach is, 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 is feeling some type of way because you want to verify if they are who they are, then you shouldn't work with them.
<laughs> that taxes are important. Like a lot of people don't realize, like once you file with the secretary of state, if you're reselling something, you got to file taxes on it. Um, so when it comes to helping somebody build their business, nurture their business, establish their business, that does, that brings up a point that when you're starting your own business, you do have to realize that each state has its own requirements, right? And so you have to make sure that you're compliant with that particular state. So like one state filing your LLC may only cost a hundred bucks. Another state, it may only cost $50. Another state, it may only, it may cost $250. So like, it really depends on where you are and what you're filing. Like I just found out I'm a, I'm an LLC solo person LLC and so in the state of Louisiana it's only 100 bucks to file your LLC and then our annual report is like $35 mm-hmm. it's painless mm-hmm. right to right. establish yourself and get it right you know what I mean yes. but in the state of Maryland if you file as a corporation that's 400 bucks mm-hmm. right there just $400 to file a corporation and then I don't even know what the annual fee is but I know if you ain't got that $400 to start you ain't gonna be able to keep it up you know what I'm saying right. so yeah, you know, in, like in Tennessee, our LLCs are um, well, our, our for-profit LLCs are three hundred. Mm. I think they're three hundred, but our filing See? fee is only like twenty twenty-five dollars. So the annual filing fee isn't that expensive, but the mm. uh, the initial fee is um, is like three hundred dollars. But there are organizations that mm-hmm. will provide support and will pay the fee. Like uh, we have an organization here that will help you with your 1023 and will help you with your LLC. And that's something that I do as well, because I know that I may not be able to do it um, or I may not want to do it, but I know where I can send you if I can't do it, that I know you want to actually get someone that's really going to be genuine and supporting you. Um, I would say look for the free stuff first too. Look for the free stuff. <laughs> Boom. That's it right there. Boom. Look for the free stuff. <laughs> so with that, we're going to take a brief break. We're going to pay right. some bills. Okay. And then we're going to come back and we're going to get to the fun part. This year, fTheGlitter.com is also the home of the ETG Creatives, a directory of professional, vetted, and experienced women of color who are graphic designers, brand designers, web designers, illustrators, publicists, copywriters, and other creative professionals. If you're looking to get listed on a trusted platform, or if you're looking to hire a woman of color creative with a proven track record, then you need to go to www.fTheGlitter.com for more information. That is E-F-F-T-H-E-G-L-I-T-T-E-R.com. So now we're back and this is the fun part. Uh-oh. So this section is, um, I call it the fun part because these are random questions. And so like I said, before we started recording is that we want F the Glitter to become a resource or a place of reference for people to find vetted professionals. And so part of that is to feel like they know you. They got to get to know you a little bit because if they know you, they like you and they like you, they spend their money with you. So I'm going to ask you some questions about yourself. Okay. These, you can add them, you can answer professionally or you can be just who you are um and and the goal is just just roll with it we just we're just gonna have fun with it okay so i'm a foodie what is your favorite style of food oh my gosh i love sushi yes i love sushi (laughs) sushis and crab balls like i can eat all day every day i don't care whatever i'm with it i'm with it 
I knew we were. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. So if you could pick any famous person from the past to spend a day with, who would it wow. be? You know what? I am a big genuine fan. I hope he's listening. I am. <laughs> oh, girl. I've been a genuine fan all my life. And I still laugh. Oh, girl, I still think that he is the most attractive man on his planet. You know, he's from my neck of the woods, too. You know him, I'm going to tell my folks. I don't know him. He's from my neck of the woods. Well, I'm single. I'm I'm, I'm very single. Elgin. Elgin Lumpkin. Elgin Lumpkin. Oh, girl. Yes. And and it's funny because my friend still teased me about it today. and was like, I can't believe that you still find this man the most attractive. I don't care. No one is finer than this man to me. <laughs> All right. You hear that? Elgin, you better get on it, bro. You better get on it. She's a doctor, bro. You better get on it. <laughs> so um, do you do you partake in spirits and libation? Unfortunately, um, I'm a fish girl. That's nothing unfortunate. This is F the glitter. Ain't no unfortunate. Girl, I drink a cold 45 if that's all you got. <laughs> So when you have the choice, what is your cocktail of choice? Oh my goodness. I am, um, I like Grand Marnier Mm -hmm. and I like the $2 wine from um, Walmart and Progress. You know, they got, I mean, it'll take you to a whole nother level. So that's, that's my, that's my preference. (laughs) All right. All right. And the reason why I ask is some people don't and some people do. And it's like, I don't want to assume that everybody drinks. Oh no, I'm a drinker. The type of work I do, you if you ain't drinking, you're going to be crazy. Vanilla vodka and orange soda. Vanilla vodka and orange soda. That sounds good. Try it. It tastes like a vodka. But vodka does a thing to me. Uh, Brown don't don't really mess me up like the vodka does. uh, Like clear does. Don't do a lot. Don't do a lot. Just a shot with a whole, with eight ounces of orange soda. That sounds good. It'll change your world. I promise. I wonder what that tastes like with like the, with the vanilla crown. Oh, I ain't thought about that. You may have to try that and let me know. Yeah. You may have to come back. Yeah, give you an update. Do a cocktail special. Yeah, we, we don't have to <laughs> come back on one of them panels. Come back on <laughs> so when you do get a chance to relax, what is it that you love to do? Oh my goodness. I love um, Ratchet TV. Okay. Uh, reality TV, gossip. Um, and I like to watch it on YouTube with the commentators. So I okay. love me some of those commentators on YouTube because they mm-hmm. give you, I mean, I love, I just love their opinions about it. So mm-hmm. I have some free time. That's, that's probably what I'm doing. Catching up on YouTube, watching bloggers, um, that, that and sleeping. What would you say is your, what is your creative hobby? So a lot of what you do deals with numbers mm-hmm. and nurturing and growth so like what would you say is the thing that helps kind of get you out of your funk so that you can continue to move forward to help others painting and drawing okay so you can draw I paint and I draw I do that's what's up I do that's what's up that is that is very inter uh, every very relaxing and it's something that I do for fun and and also gifts so like for birthdays and you know things for for friends I'm very Mm -hmm. crafty I used to be very involved with Girl Scouts back in the okay. day and so I, I do all the artwork all the artwork in in our home me and my daughters we, we okay that's what's yes. up so you have yes. your own personal gallery like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
My daughter did this one. <laughs> so yeah, this was this was me. This was me. <laughs> Welcome to the gallery. This is called the evolution of Shamika. Right. <laughs> this is my early days. Don't, and this don't, is touch, don't touch, don't touch, don't touch. It's all right. don't touch. <laughs> so do you travel? Like, well, before COVID, of course. Did you, did you travel often or did you like to travel? Yes, I travel often. I have clients in eight states and four international countries. So I am traveling three or four times a month. Yes. Nice. Now, but now I have it to where... I just go in and out. So uh, if I'm traveling um, domestically, I just Mm -hmm. in and out. So I just go for one or two days or overnight, but I don't, I don't stay long and I, and I like to drive, but drive, I I, I couldn't do at the pullback because some of my clients are now farther out now, but like Mm -hmm. when I have to go to Atlanta or to Texas or Nashville, I drive. I drive. I love to drive. I do. I do my best thinking when I'm driving. When I'm by myself, I get to play my ratchet music and um, trap music, and I'm 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 in my moment. I'm in my element, and so I do my best thinking when I'm driving. Okay, so you don't have to be you don't have to be corporate Shamika. It's no, we we get oh girl, no. That's when I have my glasses on. (laughs) (laughs) You get a different type of person when I put them glasses on. So what do you, or how do you think that people perceive you before they get to know you? Oh my gosh, people are, I, I often hear that I am intimidating. Um, but once you get to know me, like I'm a fun time. Um, what is self things people say? Um, <laughs> I, get, I get intimidating and, you know, unapproachable sometimes, but... Really? Once I open my mouth and engage with you, like, but the crazy, and, and the crazy part of people will say that, um, uh-huh. I'm, I'm a counselor in my past life, uh, behaviorist, and people tells me everything, like, they just unload, and I go from, hey, you know, how you doing, and exchanging casualties, so, oh my God, I've been through, you know, so many bad issues. And I'm sitting there like, well, girl, I just met you, you know? <laughs> so, so I have that gift where people feel comfortable with, you know, unload. I'm also their friend where everyone calls for advice and to mm-hmm. unload on. But their first impression is like, mm, she seems like she kind of mean, you know, always about business. But right. you know, once you get to know me, I'm a, I'm a softie. When everybody unloads on you, how do you unload? so that you're not carrying all that because being like that that means you're very good you're an empath which means mm-hmm. people are drawn to you to share those things so like what do you do to unload so you're not carrying all of that around with you all the time you know I have uh, I have two two friends that I can call and and have a conversation with and they're honest with me um another thing I, I would say that people often say about me is that they they they're not they feel like I'm perfect like, oh, Shamika knows everything. Shamika is perfect. But sometimes Shamika, Shamika gets tired. Sometimes Shamika's, Shamika is overwhelmed. Sometimes Shamika needs to cry. And um, I do now have two friends that really take care of my self-care and my emotions. And I trust them to unload. And it's a, it's a safe place. Um, because for a while, I didn't have that. Because it was like I couldn't go and talk to people because everybody always dealt that. Or, or I get that toxic positivity where I would mm-hmm. and try to be vulnerable and they'll be like, girl, God will work it out. <laughs> you know, it'll be okay. You know, it happens to everybody, but that's the worst person to try to have a conversation with and be vulnerable with. So I would just shut down 
and they'll be like, right. well, if anybody can do it, you can do it, you know? And so I'm like, I'm not a superwoman, you know? I still have... Um, I don't want to do it. I'm tired. Yeah, like, like I'm, I still have my faults, you know? I want to talk I want to talk to somebody that's really going to be like, Shamika, you just need to get some rest, you know? Just give it to me. I deal with it. Don't worry mm-hmm. about it. I'll check in with you in a couple of days. And I, and I have two friends in my life that does that. If I call them and say, hey, y'all, I'm just done. Like this morning, I sent the schedule. I sent my calendar to my friends. And they was mm-hmm. like, girl, what you need me to do? You know, because calendar is <laughs> like look solid. And so I'm like, man, I need, I need a break. And they was like, well, what, how many days you taking off? I'm like, do you do you see off that anywhere on any days? No. Right. So um, so yeah, just just I have friends that I can call and unload. Um, if I need to, I take a bath, two dollar wine, you know, watch watch some gossip on on YouTube and you know. Gotcha. Try to try to come back to me. That's what's up. That's what's up. And it's good to have that. And actually, that is the next question. Do you have, you know, a business bestie or some kind of way to, you know, kind of unload? Because even in the business, you need somebody that you can bounce ideas off of that you can share your wins and the losses with. And they'll be right there with you to be like, yo, I don't know about you, but I ain't doing shit today. And they'll be like, what? <laughs> <That's why I'm- laughs> That sounds about right. <laughs> I saw you doing last week. I wouldn't be doing nothing. You know, like, you want to come over? I got, I got some wine. You know, you want to? Right. Like, you want to? Don't you get this project, girl? If it get done, they'll get it when I get it. Right. Like, you get done tomorrow. No, we do not put on projects like that. So don't take that under consideration, y'all. For real. Like sometimes we think that way, but we don't actually do that. So just remember That's that. That's true. That's a disclaimer. <laughs> So with that, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for coming and joining us on F the Glitter today. I feel like I've known you for like a long time. Like I read your, your bio and I was like, oh, she got her stuff together. She sent it to me early. Like, yes, I'm talking about. And then we're talking and it's like, oh, she gets down. <laughs> You're like, hey, girl, hi. <laughs> oh. Tell us where people can find you. Do you have anything coming up? How can people get in contact with you? What are the last details we need to know about Shamika Gibson? Oh my gosh, we have so much going on. So first I say with uh, Changing the Mindset Incorporated, we offer eight workshops every month um, to anybody in the If you want more about those workshops, follow us on Facebook. Uh, the page is called Systems 8. We're changing the mindset and we post monthly of workshops we have going on. And I mean, this is for personal and professional development. If you're looking for opportunities to advance, please go to their page. It would be very helpful. Um, mm-hmm. Also, we are in the middle of our male mentorship program that ends in March. And we are still accepting applications for our mentorship program that will take place in June. So if you are interested in participating in that, please go to our website, www.changingthemindset.org to sign up for the business mentorship program. And, oh, you can find me on Facebook and Instagram. On Instagram uh, is Innate Success um, and Changing the Mindset. And on Facebook, my page is Shamika Gibson. Uh, We have a Facebook and an Innate Success page on Facebook. We're not on Twitter. clubhouse and all of those other it's just so complicated so much stuff so we're just on facebook and instagram (laughs) that's simple for us um i'm trying to think anything else we got the mentorships we got the workshops i'm still accepting clients if anybody is looking for a grant writer or just that's it right there and i I also mentor 
Let me get into uh, the microphone. Grant Ryder. <laughs> Grant Ryder. Okay. Uh, Grant. And, <laughs> and lastly, uh, I do mentor. So if anyone is looking for someone to mentor them during their entrepreneurship journey, I am open to mentoring personally. Um, I know some some entrepreneurs don't have the time or they don't um, they don't want to, but I'm one of those type of people where I really feel like giving back. I had some really great mentors and coaches that helped me along the way. And one thing mentors that if you give me, this lady was phenomenal. I never thought that I would be able to work with her. And I told her that if she, she said, well, why should I mentor you? I said, well, listen, if you mentor me, and you get me to where I want to be, I will pull back and I reach back and pull somebody else up. And so she worked with me and she helped develop me and I, I held that promise. So I will mentor. Okay. Well, that's what's up, y'all. It's Miss Shamika Gibson. <laughs> Dr. Shamika Gibson. <laughs> we are not going to leave off the PhD. We are not going to about it anymore. Perfect. <laughs> thank you thank you so Um, much this was so much fun and I I definitely appreciated it and I'm trying to really and you know what Ashley you are my I want to say you're my third podcast really yeah I have been very 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 selective in who platform that I go on so yeah I'm doing I'm doing a few speaking engagements too so I'm also speaking uh at the Black Iconic conference this year and so um, that is in, that's next month, in next February. And I think they started a promote. We just received our first kiss for that. So we should be uh, promoting soon. But yeah, I'm very, I'm very, very particular about who podcasts, I, I platforms I go on. So, you know, thank, thank you for the opportunity. I'm glad you came. I'm glad you came. What? Got a new business, bestie. Got a new friend. <laughs> be calling you and unloaded on you now. <laughs> hey, my background is psychology. So, I mean, yeah, yeah. I was about a year from being a licensed professional counselor. So it's like this. Oh gosh. Yeah. I did. I did therapy and counseling and, uh, I worked at youth development and I also work with, with, uh, the elderly population. And so hmm. I realized that that was not the field not for it. me, but I still do a little bit here and there, but but you see yeah. how that comes back into it though we're still nurturing other oh, yeah, people definitely and you Connecting. know what I, I decided I had to figure out which branch of psychology was the best psychology for me and so business psychology was where I found my niche and that's the direction that I went in so, yeah. thank you for listening to this episode of the F the Glitter podcast I'm your host Ashley of A. Louise Creative where we shine the spotlight on women of color in the industry of graphic design, brand design, marketing strategy, and brand strategy. A special thanks to my guests for joining us today, and we'll be here next week for our next episode of F the Glitter. You can find us on your favorite podcast broadcast station, iTunes, Spotify, Google Cast, and others. We look forward to seeing you next week.